In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio live on toginet.com. Co-hosted by Robin Boyd and Sandra Beck, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the many resources that are available in both the public and private sector and we'll be sharing helpful information from women all over the world we'll cover everything military from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder to navigating government programs dealing with family issues to the struggles of deployment along with being a working mother both in and out of the home this is military mom talk radio and here are your hosts sandra beck and robin boyd Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I would like to be known henceforth as the Snake Killer. And I'm here <laughs> with Robin Boyd. And Robin, you know I'm going to bring it up. I, kicked, I killed a um, four-and-a-half-foot uh, rattlesnake this morning on my front driveway. And the kids and I went out and we dissected it. And then we watched a crow eat its head. I actually kept the kids home from school today because I thought it was such an opportunity for them to really see, you know, what um, what true nature is like. And my kids are terrified of snakes. At least the little one is. And, um, are they really? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we have lots of snakes. We have lots of gopher snakes, lots of snakes on our ranch. But um, not all of them are poisonous. And Robin, you do have a poisonous snake in New Hampshire. I looked it up. You did look it up. Well, I you know, <laughs> I wasn't sure if we had water moccasins here or not. So, <laughs> oh, It's the timber rattlesnake. It's the only oh. venomous snake in New Hampshire. It's very, very rare. So if you it are in rare. New Hampshire, please don't kill the snakes. That's what your wildlife state of New Hampshire says. <laughs> but yes, California, we really don't. Suckers right and left. Mm. We we really encourage people not to kill snakes. We we really are trying to preserve them. Uh, but I'm glad that there to know that there is one at least indigenous to our area. So that's cool. And I did better with this snake than the first snake when I moved in. When I moved in, I had a toddler and a, a three month old, and I was walking out to go to my car, and there was a big rattlesnake on my driveway right by the door. And so I didn't know what to do. I stuck the, the kids back in the house. The welcome. Welcoming committee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to California. And um, it was so funny because I didn't know what to do when I'm a single mom. So I was like, I saw a hockey stick. I'm like, do I slap it? You know, what do I do with the snake? And it wouldn't move. And so I put the baby in the playpen and I put, um, you know, Max in the house. And then I went out and goes gonna do something I don't know what and then Max came out of the house and he was only maybe two and a half years old and was so afraid he was gonna be bit that I I drove my huge Toyota Sequoia which is a great full-size vehicle <laughs> like across the driveway you know to yeah, kill the yeah. snake you know running over my kid in the process but um oh. I only ran over half of it so it was like you know like hissing but it couldn't Flail, get away yeah, sitting and flailing around yeah 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 <laughs> so then I got out of my car I put Max up in the cab with me and we must have ran over that thing 50 times to make sure it was dead 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Well, it's true. You do have to be careful, especially out in the desert areas. I'm sure um, every little rock might have a little present underneath it. So yeah. Well, you know, we it's it must be a big snake season because Christy, who's my co-host on uh, Motherhood Talk Radio on mm-hmm. Tuesdays at three o'clock, she actually they killed two rattles, uh, two big rattlesnakes on their property the same day. So oh. there must be. I mean, we haven't had a rattlesnake on our property that I've seen mm-hmm. in probably two or three years, and I had one big one, and then Christy had two. So I think it's going to be a big snake season this year. Wow. It, do they, is it more likely if you've had a drier uh, season or is it you've had a lot of rain? So Yeah, um, I don't know. You know, my first rattlesnake I killed, I called the California Institute of Herptology because I wasn't sure, you know, if I killed the right thing. And then I took a picture of its head and emailed it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yep, that's a Mojave green, which is one of the most deadly forms of mm-hmm. rattlesnakes that we have. And um, I don't know. I know when we dug our pool, we disturbed a ton of snakes. We probably had 30 snakes in our backyard at one point. I wouldn't go out there. I just stood on the deck and looked down going, oh, that's disgusting. Um, but we were also digging up their homes. So it's kind of hard to blame them when you put it in a pool. Yeah, well, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, the when there is a lot of con- Yeah, there's a lot of construction. They, they all get upheaved, I'm sure. Yeah. But it was hot. You know, we had a couple hundred degree days, and that usually will bring out the snakes. And um, thank God our land is flat, and we don't have, we only have sheer granite cliffs and not too many rocks for them to hide under. Yeah, yeah. I, when my kids were little, they, they ran around barefoot all the time. And I'm sure over there, you do have to be more careful and have shoes on and whatnot. Because if you step on, you don't have scorpions or anything over there, oh, do you? Yeah. We have oh, do you? Yeah. Yeah, but they're, I mean, the thing is, it's so funny. It's like, they're not like they're hanging out on your porch, you know, you're, you know, if you go looking for them, but you can't go on my land without shoes because there's cactus, there's prickers, and then there's really sharp granite rocks. So, um, and I don't go out when it's hot like that anyway. I will go like carefully make my way to the pool and jump in. You know, when I talked to that California Institute of Orptology guy, he was telling me like the people who get most people who get bit by snakes are not hikers. They're not climbers. You know what they are? They're, they're, they're drunk college students <laughs> that go and poke <laughs> at some snake. And he was telling me that's truly, you know, the most calls they get in California are college students, drunk college students, and then high school boys. Wow. Well, I suppose if you're <laughs> out not being careful of other things, that's what happens, you know. Yep, poking around. Well, you oh, were poking around gosh. on the web and came across a really cool site. I was poking around this week, and I'll tell you, this this is a great site. And I hope we can say hello to this gal at some point in the future. Her name is Sarah Smiley. I found her website. She's a syndicated columnist, author, and military wife. And on her website, one of the uh, pages that, or chapters, I guess you could say, she has a great section on dealing with deployments. And some of these ideas, Sandra, are just so cool. Um, and they're, it looks like she's collected them from people who have written to her. Um, There are so many times that you forget little things to say 
to your loved one and the, the, when you do get the phone call and they're able to spend the three minutes or four minutes or whatever they're allotted to, to be on the online with you, um, one of the things that someone suggested was to keep a little list beside the phone and to jot little things down that are important that are that's happening in and around uh, either the home or around the around town if that's a little snippet of of home life for them. Um, you know, one of the things that I absolutely loved in here, and I'm scrolling down, it was called, uh, you know how the little ones always make these paper chains around the holidays and whatnot? Well, this was um, a paper chain, but almost in reverse. You'd almost think, well, let's make a paper chain and take one chain off every time, every day to count down the days before daddy or mommy comes home. And this was cool because they made a paper chain with the kids and uh, it took... Um, made a new link to the chain every single day and what they would do is on the chain would write something that happened that day or something important in their life and created a new chain so that when their dad came home they had this huge chain that sort of linked them together and and he was able to see all of the things that happened during during the time he was deployed some of these ideas are really really interesting and i just I was very touched by some of them. I thought, wow, they really did think about ways to um, keep in touch during that deployment and uh, make the wait a little bit easier. So that's so great. Yeah, there was another one here too. Uh, she, a, a woman said instead of, I guess her um, her honey was going to be away for six months and instead of counting down 180 days, she counted out 26 times she had to take out the garbage. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and counting down from 26 was an awful lot easier than counting down 180. And it's, it's really sometimes semantics, but, you know, it's... Um, uh, it, it's what makes you get through. And this is a wonderful site. I want to tell everybody to go visit her, sarahsmiley.com, and it's spelled S-A-R-A-H-S-M-I-L-E-Y.com. She has a very interesting website. So I was well, delighted. So easy to find everything. You know, I was browsing around once you showed me your great find. I was looking at it, and there's so much great information. And really? it's easy yeah. to read, easy to follow. You know me, I'm all about the ease. <laughs> it is very nicely laid out. And um, I did not look more into where her syndication is, is aired um, just to give her a, a trying to give her a little bit of a plug but i think she's been on in uh, new york times magazine newsweek and abc's nightline cnn and the early show on cbs and if Just not, she should be. Yeah. But she's the better of our show, so they're sorry she has Well, there you go. See, we've, we've got to add Military Mom Talk Radio to that little <laughs> resume, I think. <laughs> oh, well, we've got a great show today, Robin. We've got mm. Linda Franklin coming back. She's going to give us an update on Shining Service Worldwide. I mean, this is it's just such a great organization, and they have so many exciting things coming up. And uh, then Susie Manning. Oh, Susie, we love having Susie, even though she busts my chops about getting up and getting out of the black box every day. <laughs> 
now and then. Uh, she is a personal empowerment coach for lots and lots of inspired women. And then Valerie Maine. Valerie is so cool because she is somebody who works with veteran and active duty military uh, populations. And she is um, just done so much great work with PTSD. She's the daughter of a Navy veteran and a UN staffer. And um, she's just had this great, great um life growing up in Indonesia, Sri Lanka, and Italy, as well as the United States. So, oh, we just got a great show coming up. We sure do. And um, as we do every week, we have been so fortunate to have some really powerful and inspirational people. Totally um, uh, makes our lives so much richer because of it. So, on the other side of the break, we're going to start out with Linda Franklin. And as as Sandra said, uh, she is from Shining Service Worldwide. And you can find her on ShiningServiceWorldwide.com. And you can also catch some of the past podcasts that Linda's been on. If you check us out at Military Mom Talk Radio, you'll find uh, some of the shows that Linda has been on with us. Um, So we're looking forward to getting all of the updates. Um, And we are also on iTunes and on Toganet.com. So be back in a moment with Linda Franklin. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Pinrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpenrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Get ready for Officer Radio. Every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern, only on Officer.com. It's powered by the worldwide resources of Officer.com and hosted by Editor-in-Chief of Officer.com and 30-year law enforcement veteran Frank Borelli. Officer.com is your source for the latest news, trends, and issues facing the law enforcement community, which change almost daily. New regulations, new things to know about that affect all in law enforcement. Join us each week as Officer Borelli and his guest examine, dissect, and discuss the issues facing our industry. Call in live and join the conversation to get your voice heard. For more law enforcement news and more about the show, go to Officer.com. You can even find us on Facebook and Twitter. Then join us live every Thursday afternoon at 2 p.m. Eastern, only on Officer.com. Put a boot in your ass, it's the American way. Help us out, put your name at the top of his list and a statue of liberty started shaking. 
Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and we've got a great show today, and we're going to welcome Linda Franklin of Shining Service Worldwide. And Linda, you've got so much going on over there as we get into the um, get close to your Shining Service fundraiser event. Why don't you give us an update of what's going on? Well, I want to give you a quick update. You talked about snakes today, and I want to talk about my dog for just one second because this kind of <laughs> relates not to the snake but to military moms. Uh, my, okay. When I woke up on Thursday morning, my doggie was very sick, and so we grabbed her and we took her over to the local um, animal hospital, and it turned out she had pneumonia, and she's been there since Thursday morning, and we're actually going to pick her up this evening, which I'm very excited about. But the thing is, I'm, I haven't been able to focus on anything else in the last five days except Lucy. And so I had to think about what military moms, military wives, spouses go through every day not knowing what's going on with their loved ones. They're sort of in the hands of other people or God, and it's like it's so disconcerting to worry and then be able to go on with your life and kind of just keep that in the corner but not stop everything dead in its tracks like I did. So it was just a, a revelation, and um, I have the utmost respect for, for all of these women. It, it is. does something like that sometimes to sort of bring you into a moment and maybe walk in someone else's shoes in, in some way, shape, or form. Unless you've been there, it's true. You don't have that concept until something like that hits you. Before we go on, how's Lucy? Lucy is uh, getting better. She's coming home tonight with a load of antibiotics, but oh. uh, I've been to visit her every day, and, and she's, uh, she's ready. She's more than ready to come home, and they think they've done all they can for her, so she will, she will recover quicker at home. So um, that, that's a good thing. And tomorrow uh, I will be gone most of the day. We're starting to shoot our video for uh, the uh, Shining Beacon House, which will be our home in New York City for homeless, uh, for homeless women vets. And uh, we're going to start. A, we're going to do a video, which we're going to uh, introduce at our fundraiser uh, during Fleet Week. So that should be an interesting uh, morning. Where we're lined up five uh, veteran women who are going to, you know, just tell us their stories. Some have children, some don't, but you know, all of the stories are very compelling. As you and I know, you've heard so many of them that you know um, it really gets to your heart. It does. It does. Um, so, Linda, let's talk a little bit about the event that's coming up in a sure, month. Sure, sure. Uh, we are having uh, an event uh, on actually May 30th, which is the real Memorial Day. It's, it's the last day of Fleet Week here in New York City. And we are having um, a really nice celebration, a networking event, cocktails, hors d'oeuvres, uh, we've got a singer coming in from Nashville that's going to sing G.I. Girl, and I heard the song, and it's on my website, and it's really cool and upbeat, and I love it. So they're coming all the way in to sing the song. And um, 
I'm just, it, it's just going to be a, a, a great um, fundraiser for this house that we're, we're planning uh, in New York. And we're getting lots of support. Everybody wants to do something to help us. Uh, we have a PR firm here in the city that, that's going to get out the word. So hopefully we'll have a few celebs come, uh, come by and, and wish us well, because that's, uh, that's always a good way to attract people. So, you know, it's, it's just the beginning. It's our first fundraising event, so uh, we're, we're very excited about it. Where That's, are you in the planning stage right now? Oh, Sorry, boy. It's <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, we are, I think, a day or so of, uh, bef- uh, just about ready to send out our final invites. So that's been a, everything wow. is a challenge. I can I mean I've never done anything like this before so it's all new to me but just getting people to send in their list of of people that they want to invite actually getting the invitation finding mm-hmm. the right way to send out the invitation keep track of everybody that's going to buy tickets online it's mm-hmm. like whoa <laughs> I wish they would have told me. <laughs> it is it is interesting, but I guess once you have it, um, then you have it for future, but the first time is always the most challenging. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So we're sending and out I, the invitations, <laughs> and we're, hopefully we're going to get lots of responses back. Um, and we're, you know, we're out looking for sponsors, uh, a sponsor for the video and, and other things. So, and it's, it's, you know, raising money is interesting uh, always. Uh, especially for a novice. Last year, I mean, was our first year, and we got a lot of money and in-kind um, donations and in-kind services. But when you actually ask people for dollars, it's like, whoa, it's a, as I said, it's very interesting, but we're learning. We're learning how to do it, um, and we'll get better. It's for, it's for such a great cause that very few people say no. And it's really, really interesting. There's a, a big organization here in New York called Robin Hood Fund, and they have billions and billions of dollars that they give out <clears throat> to the neediest in New York. And that's why we're going to do the, the home in New York. I'm working with an organization that has homes out in Long Island, which is uh, not New York City proper. Uh, and they love what they're doing, but they have very strict disciplines, and they'll only fund New York project. So we're going to do that home in New York. And so we were there once and they said, well, come back when you're a little further prepared. And last week, my husband went to get his hair cut. And who's sitting waiting to have their hair cut is the executive director of Robin Hood. Oh, for goodness sakes. <laughs> and so uh, hubby starts up a, a, a conversation, uh, calls me and says, you'll never guess who's here. you never guess who's here. Who did you see at Robin Hood? And um, the guy just loved what we were planning to do, and he said, when you're ready to come back and visit us, make sure I'm in on that meeting because I want to do everything I can. So, I mean, you know, when things are meant to be, they're meant to be. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) (laughs) You are changing the world, I'll tell you. You really are. Well, we're, we're, we're doing what we can. Um, I think that you just have to stay calm, cool, work at the pace that, that works for everybody that you're dealing with and not get too hyper and crazy about it. And it seems to fall into place. Now, Linda, I, I want to backtrack a little bit ahead. about, you know, this started out with doing some of these makeovers. Can yes. you talk a little bit about what those makeovers were like? Sure. They were wonderful. Uh, we went to some of the top salons. We've only done five or six. As I said, it's only the first year. We're actually doing a makeover for the event. We're going to make over five uh, women. Some are uh, 
two or three are veterans and the rest are still serving. But they're going to get, uh, the day before our, our, our fundraiser, they're going to get completely made over. And now we're actually giving them uh, they're going to this wonderful place in New York called Carlisle, uh, and they're all getting outfits to wear for the event, and then they get to keep them. So that's terrific. So we're, we're going to do that. But the makeovers are great because it really – it doesn't sound like a lot, but what it does for these women's psyches is unbelievable because so many have lost that feminine side of them being in the military because it's so male-dominated that when they – they get into that chair and they start to have someone fuss over their hair and their color and their makeup and all the, the gifts that people uh, want to give them. I mean, you can just see their faces soften. They become so girly. And, it, and it's, it's just part of that, that process of coming back. So we, we, we love the makeovers. That's what I was just going to say, is that this is the beginning of them coming into the, themselves. They have been serving, and when you're serving, you are, you are, I guess you could almost say somebody else, because you have this mission that you're accomplishing, and it's not your mission, it is the mission of, of, your, um, of your job as, as a soldier. So um, having this opportunity for them to come home and begin this reintegration back to the people that um, their their civilian personas. That's wonderful. Right. And where they are, I mean, if they are serving uh, the ones that have served in Iraq and Afghanistan, I mean, they, at the product, I mean, the products that are sent over a supply just aren't the products that they need. And I, and I can't tell you how many have said, oh, you know, I just felt like a hot mess. Uh, there's mm-hmm. nothing I could do. So, you know, this is just so wonderful. But the interesting part of it is when you offer them this, this day of pampering and, and appreciation, so many say, no, I don't deserve it. Give it to my friend because she deserves it more than I do. You almost have to twist their arm to, to, to get them to uh, give themselves that, you know, that, that, beautiful day it's 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 quite you know it for me i i'm surprised all the time and it you know it's um you think people they would jump at it but they don't because they're they're of a different mindset Hmm. you know it's always somebody deserves it more than that than i do and i've done nothing special Uh (laughs) uh-huh you know well, you certainly are changing an awful lot of lives and giving them some wonderful um, opportunities to feel like they are special. We all think that they're special, and whether they think they are or not, well, we'll have to convince them. Do you find that you have an awful lot of people wanting to uh, contribute salons or spas or, or whatnot? Are people jumping out? Uh, yeah, um, they are. And what I'm trying to do now is find a corporate sponsor, uh, of these makeovers so that we really can take them all over the country because we have people all over that really want to do them. But um, mm. if you don't have someone to fund it, that gets quite expensive, just, uh, you know, to tra- the traveling part of it. So the ones that we've done so far have been uh, more uh, northeast because that's where I am uh, sure. rather than, than traveling to the country. But any time I talk to anybody about, about the makeovers, they said, oh, please come here. Please come to Florida. Please come to California. Please come to Texas. Please come to Oklahoma. We, you know, we would love to have you. Well, believe me, we want to go too. So uh, we, we just need to find that uh, one or two corporate sponsors that, that, that want to take part in it. Well, maybe we've got somebody out there listening, Linda. You <laughs> never know. That. Wouldn't that be wonderful? 
the next phone call coming in is going to be uh, that that shining uh, person, and you are a shining person inside well, and you. out. Linda uh, Franklin from Shining Service Worldwide. You can find out more about her mission and all the wonderful things that she is, is doing to help our our. Uh, Women Veterans Coming Home, ShiningServiceWorldwide.com. Thanks so much, Linda. Thank you for having me. We'll talk to you real soon. Coming up on the other side of the break, we've got Susie Manning from Sizzle.com. And if you're not ready to get up and feel great, Susie is here to make it happen. Back in a moment with Susie Manning. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Parents, if you feel overloaded, overworked, underappreciated, and seriously stressed out, The Parents Plate is here to help you. The Parents Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on Toginet. It's time to build stronger families through parent empowerment. And that's what The Parents Plate does. The Parents Plate understands the busyness of life and balancing child rearing and other commitments. Brenda Nixon will be talking to noted experts and authors on all issues, from teething to teen driving. Brenda Nixon is a nationally recognized speaker to parents and child care professionals and author of the award-winning The Birth to Five book. From Fox 4 in Kansas City to schools and synagogues to businesses to bookstores, conferences to churches, audiences rave that Brenda engages, educates, and encourages. For more information on Brenda and her books, check out her website, brendanixon.com. The Parents Plate is loaded with information and affirmation. The Parents Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Ready for the most current feel-good gossip? Then check out Daytime with Donna with your host, Donna Intercastle and sidekick Nina Fry. Every Friday afternoon at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Donna is a charismatic market-driven entrepreneur who was part of the team that founded iVillage.com, which is the largest content-driven community for women today. Donna and Nina are here to empower you, motivate you, and encourage you in all aspects of your life. It's like Oprah on the radio. Plus, your chance to win great prizes, all the way up to a $500 Visa gift card. For more on Donna Intracasso, check out her website, introinc.com. Then join us for the show, Daytime with Donna, with your host, Donna Intracasso, and sidekick Nina Fry. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. There ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. 
Hey, military moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and we've had a great show today so far. We just uh, got off the air with Linda Franklin. You can check her out at ShiningServiceWorldwide.com and what she's doing for our female service members and their family. And now, Robin, we're going to welcome Susie Manning. And Susie, you always make me laugh. You always make me smile. <laughs> and uh, your website says it all, sizzle, S-I-3-Z's plus an L dot com. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Sandra and Robin. I'm so excited to be on this show. And I'm chuckling <laughs> because of we're, we're chatting here on the chat and somebody went, sizzle, put all those S's and C's. And it's like, oh my God, it's just like the snake. I mean, the sizzle and the snake. And, you know, I'm thinking when I chatted with you last time, I was like, take some time to go outside, soak in the sun. And it wasn't to go outside and play with the snakes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See, if I got bit, I would blame you. Susie told me to go out and stand in the sun. Whatever <laughs> so Sandra out to, to touch nature, we'll have to just deal with it, Susie. <laughs> she was <outside>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's interesting. You're talking about the snakes, and the snakes actually, they're great teachers to teach us how to shed our skin, shed who we think we are and that we can become more than who we think we are, how snakes actually shed their skin. It's a great teaching showing up there that for all of us, that it's, it's about um, we can become more than who we really think we are to shed that skin. And they're also protectors of creativity and our um, sexual life force energy. It's really our life force energy that keeps us well and balanced and creative. So it's interesting we have all these snakes showing up. <laughs> it is. It is. Hey, Susie, I've got a question for you. And of course, you know, yeah. you know me, I love to throw things at people while they're on the air. Um, if you have inside of you, which I know a lot of people do, some residual anger or frustration, like I call it like my ball of pain. It just kind of sits there. It's residual from my mom's death. It's residual from the divorce. Um, and, you know, we have this cabaret night coming up for families. And, you know, I'm not going to bring a date that causes too many, that just causes too much trouble for me. So I go there and sit by myself and, you know, I get to see my ex-husband and his live-in girlfriend enjoying as a couple, you know, and I watch that little ball inside of me grow. And that's like my own personal ball. But I know some of our listeners have written in when I talked about the ball on shows prior, they have that same ball of negative energy. How do we take that and like whip it out of ourselves? What I would do first, I would, I would sense it and feel it. Where is it? Give it a name. Sit with it. And, and does it, what do you see? I mean, is it blue? Is it black? Is it red? Give it a red. color. Give it a name. And then look at what is the hurt underneath that. Because under all of our anger is some type of hurt, some place that we have been hurt. And so if then, I name it fireball, it's my fireball. I want to get rid of the fireball. You do and you don't. I do. I hate You do want to get rid of that fireball. Okay. So I would look at the story underneath it. Why, why are you hanging onto that fireball? What purpose is it serving you? And then look at how can you let it go and actually do a visual where you're hanging on to it. Maybe see it, you're touching it within you, and then just vision it coming into your hands and, and see what it feels like. 
and then play with it a little bit, toss it up and see what it feels like when it, re- when it leaves your hands and how much better you feel. And then actually see yourself throwing it away that you don't want that anymore. You don't need that anymore. And you're going to fill yourself up with maybe something red, a big red heart. Keep the red color. Fill yourself up with a big red heart in there. A big red heart is eating and sending love out to the world. Just exchange it. Fill that space instead of because there's going to be a space there. So when you take the anger out, you're going to want to fill that with something. So, I mean, you certainly have love and joy and fill that with with a, a, a beating heart. So it's still red. Red could be a power color, too. You just don't want it to be filled with anger. Yeah. So I could kind of flip it around because I know, you know, a lot of our listeners, you know, they have resentments from deployments. They have resentments or anger that, you know, when Robin, we talked about this with a guest prior, you know, those people that say to us, oh, well, you should have known what you were getting into when you got Mm -hmm. married. Well, nobody knows when they get married in the military. Nobody knows when they get married, period. Uh You know, we just do the best we can. And I know there's a lot of um, women out there that that resonate with me and how hard it is to raise children on your own, you know, when your spouse is on deployment and you're, we live in a society that's coupleized. You know, there's so many things that are geared towards couples that when you're a mom with two kids um, or more, it's, it's difficult sometimes. It's very difficult. And what I'm hearing and what I was hearing, um, what Linda shared, too, was that they're giving these women these wonderful makeovers, and they're saying, no, I'm not worthy. Give it to someone else. So it, it's a huge issue with women um, in all walks of life, whether you're – I've even seen it with CEOs of companies. I mean, so in all walks of life, whether you're military mom or not, that seems to be at our core a huge issue with women of being worthy and to realize that, that – that we do need to nurture ourselves. We, we are worthy of being here on the planet. We are worthy of being seen. We are worthy of, of speaking up and to realize that we're such great, great nurturers, which is a great quality of ours, but we need to nurture ourselves also. So I think now I've not been a single mom, so I can't speak to that, but a big piece of that I would, I would like to share. I think that would or not think that I think I know would help is Taking the time for you, just like we shared, Sandra, with just take some time to go outside and soak in some of the sun. Uh, I mean, we get so busy and so focused on things we think we have to get done or that taking care of everybody else but ourselves. And I think some of that anger will kind of just go away if we do realize, yes, we are worthy of taking some time for ourselves. And the more we take time to care for us and feel better about us, then we're going to feel better about the other things we have to do. And I can only imagine if you're a single mom and everything you have have to do. But somewhere in that is a gift. So what is the gift that you're receiving? And how are you growing as a woman? And where can you delegate? And does everything have to be done? And then take some time to nurture you, even if it's five minutes in the morning before everybody gets up to read or to soak in a bathtub of bubbles at night or to occasionally get a massage, but to realize that you are worthy of feeling good and being taken care of. We hear that time and time again, Susie, from so, in so many different aspects that how important it is to stop 
take the five minutes, if that's what it is, to rejuvenate yourself just emotionally, mentally, uh, and physically too. But I think is if you have that time... I think in one show we were talking about actually putting it into your daytime or whatever your your daily scheduler is to put that block of time in because we if we don't block it in it's not going to happen. So it, if it really means taking that twelve thirty to one o'clock or whatever in your daytimer and saying this is my time for whatever. Sitting with the kids, telling, uh, reading a story, taking that, that walk out by the tree. The snake whatever walk. It, the snake walk. <laughs> the snake walk, yeah. Whatever it takes, we, we need to make that time. I, and I have to say, and I'm, I'm guilty too, because I'll sit, I'll say, oh, I've just got to write this one more thing. Or I just want to do this one more graphic, but, and then I'll go out. And, of course, another hour goes by. And um, it's, we, we need to be better better for ourselves. Very true. You made a you made a really great point. It's actually marking it in your calendar, putting it uh, in your schedule on your phone, wherever your schedule is. Make that time for you. And when that time comes, then, then everything else drops and that is that time for you. Because, yeah, it's too easy to say, well, you know, fold up one more load of laundry or mm-hmm. I have to go do something for the kids or I it's something for business or whatever. The next thing you know, the day is done and you've done nothing for you. And oh what my happens God! Too, and you I guys think, are like yeah. reading my mind. I just opened my day planner when you guys said that, and I write all my appointments in pink for motherhood. I put Max's appointments in blue, Zach's in green, Grandpa's in black. <laughs> I don't Where's exist yours? in my own planner. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we need a new color, a new color for Sandra. <laughs> I know. I'm looking here going, oh, my God. I, I severely, I, I truly do not exist in my own life. Yeah, see, um, and we, we need that's a choice. Happen. We need to put us first because, you know, when we feel better, when we're well, when we've taken time for us, then your business runs smoother. The family, the, the family seems to, to get along better. Everything just seems to work and fit when you take the time for you. And we haven't been taught that. I mean, a lot of us feel guilty taking time for us, but it's key for us to be well, to be strong for the family, and to have things really work smoothly in our lives. Mm-hmm. Just like on a plane, they tell mom to put the, their, the air mask on first before you put it mm-hmm. on your child. What mother wouldn't want to put the air mask on their child first? But no, it's, it's important that we, we are the, uh, the ones taking care of first so that we can take care of everyone else. So <laughs> that's right. That's right. I'm going to be purple. Good. You're going to be purple? Okay. I'm going to be purple. I'm putting myself in as purple. I don't know where, but I'll find a place. (laughs) Oh, Susie, you always make us feel so good inside and out. Uh, We want to make sure everybody goes to visit you at Sizzle. And as Sandra said, it's S-I-Triple-Z, add an L, dot com. Susie Manning, thank you so much for making us feel wonderful. Thank you so much. And I just want to close with, yeah, that we are good enough as we are. We don't have to be perfect. We are fine. So love ourselves. Thank you. Just always be on your show. Oh, we'll see you soon, I hope. Okay. Thanks, Robin. Thanks, Sandra. You're welcome. Thanks, Sandra.
break, we've got Valerie Main coming. She's a doctoral candidate at Antioch University, and she has been doing some very interesting research in um, post-deployment um, adjustment issues. How interesting this is. And she has a survey that she's been conducting and is inviting people to contribute. We'll find out more after the break on Military Mom Talk Radio. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Holidays and celebrations get you down and leave you feeling frazzled? Then join Sandy Fowler and her guests on Heartfilled Holidays every Monday at noon, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Sandy will help you discover the secrets to having the celebrations you've always dreamed of while adding fun and meaning to your life. From Valentine's Day to Christmas to special family events, Sandy Fowler will show you how to put the fun and meaning back into those special days by taking a look at what we can do to turn the upcoming holidays into cherished memories and show us how to allow it to intertwine with everyday life. For more on the show, Sandy, and to receive Sandy's Holiday Happiness Booklet, go to HeartfilledHolidays.com. Then get set to discover the secrets to creating happy holidays and happy everydays by joining Sandy Fowler and her guests on Heartfilled Holidays every Monday at noon Eastern Standard Time on Toginet.com. Okay, we will. We're going to teach you how to tell your money where to go. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Learn how to be a savvy investor from someone who has your best interest at heart. Pam Otten is a financial advisor who loves to help successful business owners and entrepreneurs understand the mysteries of the investment world. And she's not afraid to share that knowledge. Pam is an unashamed Christian and qualified kingdom advisor, which means she's trained and committed to integrating biblical principles into her financial advice. Pam believes investing isn't rocket science. This is the financial advisor who's in your corner and truly understands and cares about you and helping you achieve your goals. Securities and advisory services are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Put a boot in your ass, it's the American way. Help us put your name at the top of his list and a statue. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and if you have missed Robin Boyd and our guest today, you need to check out iTunes under Military Mom Talk Radio. You can go to the .com by the same name. You can also go to our host station, toginet.com, and pick up any of our uh, show broadcasts uh, that go back three years now, which, oh my God, Robin, I can't even believe it. I know. 
know it. Oh my goodness. We, we're we, going to be like 85 years old going, why don't you remember? <laughs> <laughs> there were two little British ladies that were cooks on that I would catch on, I don't know what cooking channel or PBS or wherever it was, but I just love them. And I think that's, that's you and me. Oh, it, were they the nuns? I don't know what they were, but they there were, were two British. nuns I used to watch that were a hoot. They were, these two were a riot and they used to, you know, tip into the, into the cooking wine. Yes. Yeah, they'd get drunk. <laughs> well, tipsy, we should say. We well, there say. you go, San. There we are. <laughs> there we are. Well, you know what? I'm so excited to have Valerie Maine on today because not only um, is she one of our East Coast gals, you know, we have to give our East Coast plugs now and then, Rob. Um, she's a doctoral candidate in clinical psychology at Antioch University in New England, and she got her bachelor's degree in biopsychology from Oberlin in 2000 degree, oh, 2000, <laughs> 2003, and her master's of science in clinical psychology, also from Antioch in 2010. So she's serious brain power coming to the show today. I feel dumber just having read I that. I was just going to say, I'm humble. <laughs> I'm humbled. Um, oh. But what I love about this, Rob, and I know you're going to have something to say because we've covered this a lot on our show over the years. We've had callers call in. We've had people write questions. I know I've gotten a lot of questions on this. She's doing a study um, that uh, since there's been very little research on the most common issues faced by service members and their families when managing the task of reintegration, we hit Mm -hmm. that, I would say, probably once, maybe once a month, once every six week something comes up about reintegration issues absolutely you know not only um from the family member's perspective you know you've got the wife who's kind of doing her own thing and then she's got to adjust when her husband comes home or vice versa the kids have to adjust the friends have to adjust i know my girlfriends when their husbands are deployed um we get this big network going and we have friday night movie nights and we have you know dinners and stuff that we have all planned out you know and we have kids where we share our kids and everybody takes turns watching the kids while we do whatever and then as much as we're happy when their husbands come home man it throws a huge wrench in the monkey works their whole lives change the kids the spouse the grandparents the friends it's like a huge huge shift and i'm so glad that she's studying this Absolutely. Valerie, let's get you in on this so that we can find out some of some of what you've been uh, you've been discovering. Welcome, Valerie. Hi, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Um, Well, my my research is specifically aimed at developing a questionnaire so that we can assess couples um, who are having issues quickly and easily. Um, a lot of the uh, measures out there are really old from the 70s, um, most of them, for looking at couple adjustment and don't have anything to do with combat or deployment or any of the issues that PTSD might bring <clears throat> to the party. So my hope is to get enough people to take this survey um, Basically, I need people to take the questionnaire I developed. I developed it based on uh, literature that's out there. A lot of literature is on Vietnam veterans. Uh, more and more is coming out on OEF, OIF populations. And more is done now on families, on the impact on families. And I also know some people who are looking on the impact of children. But I'm focusing more on just the, the couple. 
and my hope is to develop a survey that actually uh, represents the experience of these couples. So I need couples to take it to see if, if that's the case or not. Um, and how my long survey, have you been, I was, just let me ask, how long sure. have you been con- conducting this so far? Um, well, it's been, try to think, I've been collecting data for, since last summer. Um, oh, okay. Not so easy to get people, it's a little long, my survey is about, uh-huh. uh, might take 25 minutes, um, and I have a lot more luck with the female partners than I do with the male veterans, which <laughs> is something, I mean, I don't think that that's surprising, um, especially I work in a VA and we have a hard time getting the male veterans to open up about emotions, about what they're going through in person. Um, so that's definitely a barrier that I've come up against trying to get the male veterans to take the survey. Um, but even if I don't get a lot of them, I'm still getting a lot of the female partners to take, to take it. And although that's only half the story, it still will be, I think, valuable information on what's going on. Um, for at least that half of the couple. And do you talk about in your survey, like, do you make a difference, like, in the difference between, like, stay-at-home moms and working moms with respect to, um, you know, the deployment issues? Uh, because it's very different when you've got a working mom versus a stay-at-home mom and the husband comes back. Yeah, I ask, um, I have a demographic section where I ask, if people work and how much they make so I can hopefully parse out some of the impact, um, you know, what their economic level is, whether they work or not, and how that plays into how they answer the survey. Um, so we, I've just done that by asking all kinds of information about um, what they do, what branch of the military, things like that, to see if there's any differences from group to group. Sure. Is your survey available online? Is it something we can put up on our website or something I can put through my Facebook following that can get it you in is. front of I more? I think you did put it on my uh, below my bio on your it website. It is. It's already um, on our website. There's two. <laughs> Robin, you're so good. <laughs> there's two surveys, yeah. And it's a little – so there's one that's structured for the, the veteran to take, and then there's one that's structured for the partner to take. They're very similar, but they're slightly different points of view. Um, one okay. from the veteran perspective, one from the partner perspective. Um, and I know hire that out among our listeners and out through our Facebook fantastic. community and our show community, so we can maybe get you a boost on your numbers. Right. And I think a tricky thing that I have in my surveys, I do ask people to give me their names in the event that they both take it. I'd like to match them to each other to see how they compare to one another. And I know that that's difficult for some people to disclose their name on something like this. It's placing a lot of trust in me and in, you know, the, the software site that their information is secure. Um, and I try to encourage people to take it no matter what. They can leave their name out if that's a big issue. Um, so if they really want to remain 100% anonymous, they can just leave the name section blank. That's one of the things I was just going to ask because I think, especially uh, for veterans, this this generation I think has the, almost permission, if you will, that society is giving them permission to open up a little bit more. Whereas, say, a Vietnam veteran was uh, told to keep 
your mouth shut, you don't say anything. And to this day, many times they don't say anything. So encouraging yeah. them to participate in something where when you click that button, it's very nerve wracking to think, all yeah. right, how, how much of the world now knows all of my most private details? And it's very personal information. Yeah. And they are placing a lot of trust in kind of I use SurveyMonkey, which is a really respectable site for collecting data. They're very secure, um, but also in me that I'm going to handle the information responsibly. So I appreciate the people who've been willing to do it for sure. Yeah. Where is your information going? Where? What's your intent after you feel you've collected a, a formidable uh, database? This is going to be for my dissertation. So mm-hmm. um, once I can collect enough data to get statistics that powerful enough because um, mm-hmm. if your sample size is too small the data is not very meaningful so if I can get a, a bigger sample size I can have data that's more meaningful and that we, we can draw better conclusions from and um, then I can put it in my dissertation and once you finish once I finish school I could put it into an article and try and publish it Right. Because obviously with this kind of effort, um, and this is no small feat, with this kind of effort, you would only hope that this information is going to go to uh, either funding for for larger research, it might Mm -hmm. go for uh, physicians and and doctors to be utilizing for, you may be uncovering some key that's just going to really be the one beneficial thing that that families um, are just going to benefit so much by. So um, I'm hoping that... Once my dissertation is done, it is available through, there's this they upload dissertations now, like they upload journals, right. um, and people can access it and use the information. Um, and I'm hoping to use it in the future. I'd like to look at female veterans and their partners, um, kind of flip it around and see if there are differences in that group. Mm. Um, so hopefully I can expand it in the future as well. Well, let's give that survey out. If you are a veteran, you are encouraged to go to www.surveymonkey.com slash S, as in Sam, slash veteran one, the numeral number one. And then if you are a partner, please go to www.surveymonkey.com slash S, again, as in Sam, slash partner and the number Valerie, thank you so much, and uh, we appreciate you finding the importance to to conduct this survey because so many families are definitely going to be uh, on the better side of of, uh, their relationship thanks to you. Thank you very much. I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to talk about it. I think the more we talk about it, the better. Yeah. Let's hope on the other side we'll have you back and get some some. I would love to share my (laughs) results with you. Yeah, that would be great. That'll be great. Uh, next week, we, you want to uh, be sure to return. We've got my, Michael Russer with some more Live Outrageous things to talk about. We have Chris Kearney. Um, he is a finance person from successgroup.com. And Nancy Kennedy, an author um, who wrote a book entitled Miracles and Moments of Grace. Sandra, we've got to have a great show again. Woo-hoo. <laughs> Hopefully reptile-free. Reptile-free. Well, you know, uh, an iguana <laughs> here or there, what the heck, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Have a wonderful week. Be safe. <laughs>